0: Welcome to the Next Level Business Podcast, for entrepreneurs who are looking to take their business and wealth to the next level. Hey guys, what's up? This is Josh here. Welcome to the Next Level Business Podcast, season two, here with my boy Shane. What's up, man? What's up, man? Welcome back. It's glad to be back been a long time, guys. It's been a long time. We did uh, 38 episodes and we still get people asking us about it all the time. And our business journey has been, what what would you say, what would be the right word for it? Uh, Consistent. Consistent, yeah. (laughs) It's been consistent. Uh, At the time when we shot the first season, it was during COVID. So we were able to get some awesome guests on the show and learned a lot during that time. And now that business is back booming again, I want to talk more about what we're doing in our own businesses, what Shane is doing with the businesses that he's working at, and uh, document the journey. And so hopefully, for those of you listening, along the way, wherever you are, um, you can take this information back and apply it to your business. Every time I listen to stuff or watch videos, I always like to just take away one, one nugget is my goal. And so our goal here is to, to give you some information to help you think about things a, a different way or something that, look, look at your business in a way that you've never seen it before. Hey, I didn't think about it like that. Or well, why don't we look at it like this? So me and Shane are working together now at Vote Booth International. He's helping us
1: solve problems. Solve problems. That's what we're doing. With the goal to get to 10 mil, right? With the goal to get to 10 mil. And also the goal, where you know, like if you want the if you want to maximize your business sale, if you if if your goal is to sell your business, it's got to be almost automated, or mm-hmm. you're not there. Mm-hmm. You as an owner, if you can prove to the next buyer that you're never there mm-hmm. and the system runs and functions like a well-oiled machine without you, mm-hmm. you're going to maximize your premium. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to do. So, what's been going on? Why don't you tell them a little bit about your recap that you have. Yeah. So, you know, when, when we did this last time, you know, it's always been a labor of love and it's always about helping the business owner grow Mm -hmm. and get to the next level. And for me, I love that you like document the journey that, 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 that is a great thing to do. And for me, I'm always thinking about how do we get the business owner to grow, Mm -hmm. but also marrying real estate with the business. Mm -hmm. I was in banking for a long time and I got out of banking because the banks just don't care about the business owner. They give them the stiff arm when they walk in, right? Mm -hmm. They give them the Heisman if you're not an A player, right? A players, they'll take your business, they'll do business with you all day. Mm -hmm. If you're a B minus, I would say, Mm -hmm. a C or a D, they give you the Heisman. Mm -hmm. But I want to help those guys and I always wanted to help those guys and it frustrated me that the bank did not. And so that's why I left and got into a business, sold that and then I got on the fractional CFO side. And one thing I learned is if you do a great job on the fractional CFO side, they don't need you. So you really work yourself out of a business, mm. out of a jo- out of a job, so to speak. And so I turned that into fractional ownership of business. So I bought into a couple of businesses, both of them are in the construction space, and then uh I'm loving that. that that that's a cool gig and all of these businesses are the same. You're trying to grow, you're trying to manage people, you're trying to set up good processes, but it's it's very similar in each one of these. They function different. Mm-hmm. You might be selling a different product, like you specifically are in the manufacturing business. and But what I love about what you do is you are not just selling a booth. You are almost like a franchisor. Mm-hmm. You're helping set up a system for the people that buy your booth to become an entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. I love that. And I can get behind that. So when you asked me to come along beside you mm-hmm. and help you get this to 10 million and automate it, man, I was all for it. So uh, So here we are. Here we are. And because we're back together again, you know, the seasons lined up where we could do yeah, seasons, season two. Seasons lined up for season two. It, it does. Seasons come and seasons go. And mm. if you don't have a lot of time, you can't necessarily do a podcast. But I'm excited about doing this again. Yeah. I really am I always enjoyed it uh doing the podcast and I kinda hated when we stopped doing it, but we were just in a season where we just couldn't make it happen. Yeah. We're coming out of COVID and um things were booming. Things were booming. We had we were, to be on the ground. We were both busy. Yeah. We were both at it. But now that I'm actually in here with you, uh, it, it allows us to do this. So I'm excited about it. Awesome. So that's a little recap. What else you got on your list there? Well, I've got, uh, you know, just different things we might be talking about in the mm. coming weeks. Okay, yeah. So, let's, so for those of you
0: who haven't tuned in or looking, what, what can people expect from listening for the future?
1: Well, we, we want to give specific things, right? Like 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 he said, we want to give you something to take with you. Mm-hmm. If you spend twenty minutes with us or thirty minutes, however long the podcast is, we want you to walk away with some nugget that you can go and apply.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like when you're in, the, in these mastermind groups, your goal every time you go is to get a nugget that you can take with you and apply in your business. Mm-hmm. You got to stay humble. You got to stay grounded. You gotta you gotta always embrace learning, and your process is never. Uh, sacred your process has always got to be fluid Mm -hmm. if there's something else new that you can add to the business be humble enough to take it on board so hopefully we can give you something that will help you grow and get better Mm -hmm. I know for me I always want to marry that real estate with the business so I'm finishing up that book it's in the editing phase Mm -hmm. Uh, it took a while when
0: can they expect it
1: It, it's taking a while because I've been stop right now. putting it out there (laughs) I would say in the next 90 90 days. days, I like it. Next 90 days. But that book is about the same concept. When Mm -hmm. I was in the banking world, the best business owners that I had married those two worlds together. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful thing. And you've done it. Mm -hmm. I remember when I challenged you many years ago Mm -hmm. that you needed to buy a business. The first thing you did was look at me like I had three heads. (laughs) You're like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah. But I was like, no, you need to buy your building. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you did. You overcame the fear of the first one. You figured out a way to get the financing done. And your financing almost didn't happen. And we covered that in season one on one of those podcasts. Yeah. Go
0: look out for that. Shout out to Mike Anderson.
1: Yeah. Shout out to him. He got that done. But the premise is where there's a will, there is a way. Mm-hmm. If you want it bad enough, that's what we tell our sales guys too, right? Where there's a will, there's a way. And you educate uh these potential buyers that they've got to start thinking like that. But you made it happen. You got that first Mm -hmm. one. And I told you within six months that you were going to want another one. Yeah. And sure enough, within about (laughs) six months, you're like, man, I'm already looking for the next one. Yeah. And you did. You got into your second building, sold that one, and now you're looking for another one Mm. because business just keeps growing. Business keeps growing. And that's what that book is about. If you're a small business owner, you've got to start thinking about buying your own building. So I can't wait for that to come out. Yeah,
0: we're excited for that. We're excited for that. Um, So on my side, I built a custom home. went through that whole process. And throughout that process, just learned a lot about construction. It's funny how we both ended up doing a lot of construction during that time, now that we think about it. And so um, I've invested into two lots for light industrial commercial. And so we have that just started the The project, got the plans approved with the city. So we'll be covering a little bit about that. We'll do a deep dive on the numbers on that and what it takes to invest in this. And you don't need a lot to to do it. You know, as as far as people may think they need millions of dollars to do that. I mean, you can get started half a million, 750,000, where you can build something on your own. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We'll have a whole episode,
1: deep dive into that. Yeah, and you don't... Actually, even need to do it all by yourself. Yeah, I right? you don't. Yeah, that's you can a, bring along an yeah. investor if you're if you're short on the cash. There's plenty of guys out there that have cash mm-hmm. and are mm-hmm. looking for the right deal. Right. So if you got a great mindset and you got a good project on your hand, you can reach out to you know, bukus of guys that actually have the money, mm-hmm. and so you can partner on deals. Yeah. You, but you just have to keep an open mind, right? And, and not be not greedy. Don't be <laughs> greedy. You don't need a hundred percent. You don't need the whole pie. Yeah. Right. Like, if you can carve off, you know, a piece of the pie, every deal you do, you get stronger. You mm-hmm. get stronger mentally. Your mind grows. There's, there's, a, there's a knowledge base that you have to acquire. Every single deal that you do, you get better, you get stronger. Mm-hmm. So we, we will cover those. And, um,
0: and here, so this last couple of weeks, we've been looking at improving our processes here at PBI. And one of the things that came up is flow charts. And so having a visual flow chart... Yeah, who would have thought a flowchart, right, yeah. was going to help you in business? Yeah, exactly. When do we use that? In school, right? So, <laughs> can't remember some some process for that. But uh, having a flowchart available to your employees so you can see what what's the step of the process, right? Let's say you have a painting business. Uh, what does it look like from the point someone reaches out to the point the job is done? Do you have that process documented? Visually, though, not just a Word document with one, two, three, four, five. Right, So you can print it out, have it on the wall. What are your
1: thoughts on that? I think it was great. Uh, I walked through Like, what, what's so great about the business you've got is we also employ VAs. In one week we need to cover the power of VAs. Mm-hmm. I talked to many a business owner and they had no idea what the hell a VA is. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's an education process on teaching them what it is but how powerful it is. Yeah. And so you've got VAs that put all this stuff together for us. So I was looking at the flow chart that the that the VA put together and it, it's great. Like you had a vision on the flow chart that I didn't necessarily see. Mm-hmm. And then when it was put together, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. And it's very good because you're, you are documenting a yeah. good process. And you can just
0: hand that off to somebody. You can. And they know what the next step is. They may not know how to do the next step, which is where the standard operating process is coming into play. And they, that's a whole separate, um, you know, piece of data that they'll have to go find um,
1: but it, they just know what the next step is yeah, okay. and what I thought was powerful was we did that for the sales guys, right like if uh, they tell you yes, you do this, if they tell you no, you do this mm-hmm. and that was really good for them to know because it just solidifies their process of how they 're going to communicate with a with a borrower mm-hmm. or a potential customer in either scenario, and they know what to do next
0: they 're not guessing they 're not assuming, and, and there's consistency throughout. Entire
1: organization. And that's what it takes. If you want to be a hands off owner, and the goal of every business owner, at some point he's got to sell. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be as automated as possible, and these are the things you've got to do to get that automated process. And this doesn't replace standard
0: operating processes, it's supplemented. So you should have this in addition to your standard operating processes. A flow chart should go along with it. And you don't need many of them. You know, right now we we probably have about maybe just five that covering major processes from the point someone enters our website to the point um, an order is placed from that point from the time the product is developed and uh, produced to the time it ships and then one for sales so you don't need many of these but you need to document key uh, processes so that everybody's following the same step and someone can see okay well this is what happens in this department. Even though I'm not involved in this department, I can know, hey, these are the steps that it goes through. So I think that's key. That was a big, um, big. I think it's going to be really helpful for all the employees
1: that got access to it. And the employees, you know, they, they know you're serious, right? When they see these kind of things in place, they know that the business owner is on top of his game. Mm-hmm. And that gives them a peace of mind, you know, that they're working at the right place. Yeah. Most companies don't have that. I'll be honest with you. I've, I've been in a lot of companies and nobody throws out a flow chart. <laughs> did they have it at the bank? Nope. No? Nope.
0: <laughs> there was no flow how chart. How did you know what the
1: next step was? You just saw common knowledge? Common knowledge for yeah. the most part. And that's how 98% of all business is. All I was right. telling the guys that today. I was yeah. like, uh, you, you don't go to a place where, like, what I love about what you do is you challenge these employees to grow personally. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's no other place that they'll work at where they're challenged to grow personally. These businesses don't care. Mm-hmm. So, and that's meaningful to them because they know you're investing in them. Mm-hmm. So that's something else we will dive into as we go forward. There's different things you do on how you run this. You've got a very well-run business. Thank you. Thank you. I'm
0: glad you glad you joined the team. Hey, hey, we're going to the next level. So exactly. as you grow, guys, you need to add people, right? My job as the the owner of the company is to assemble the right people, right? And um, so a lot of people are the fear of we shouldn't hire, we don't want to hire the wrong person or whatever, but the duty of
1: the owner is to assemble a team. That's right. And your goal is to try to get A players. Mm -hmm. You don't need a C player. He's going to bring everybody down. Yeah. Right? And uh, one thing we even, you and I were listening to the same thing. Someone was talking about it. Uh, A players know what they're worth. A players raise everybody's game. And uh, also A players cost a little more. Mm -hmm. But one of the stats we saw was an A player is gonna produce five times more than a B player will. Mm -hmm. At a 25% increase to cost. So if you look at the ROI on that, if you fill your whole roster with A players, you're gonna have a great team. And that's, that's your goal. If you got a C player, Move the C player on. Hit the door. Yep. And the, the easiest way to move a C player on is put accountability in place. Mm-hmm. You put accountability in place, they will be gone in three weeks. That's I'm true. telling you straight up. They will be gone in three weeks. Nobody likes to be held accountable. Nobody likes to be held accountable. And they know when they underperform. So you put these tasks on them that they've got to complete, and they, they, don't, they don't make it happen week one, they get a little embarrassed, right? They come up with excuses. Week two, they run out of excuses, mm-hmm. and they know they better start looking for another job. <laughs> and week three, they generally found another job, and they have already put in their two weeks' notice with you. Easy way to get rid of them. Yeah, and they either get rid of themselves. Way, and I always say, either way, you win. Mm-hmm. The business owner wins. Like if your C player steps up his game and becomes a B player, you win
0: because mm-hmm.
1: he got better. If he leaves and you bring in an A player, guess what? You got better. Mm. So either way, you win, and you didn't have to file. Uh, you didn't have to worry about workers, <laughs> uh, the workers comp. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about uh, unemployment, unemployment. Rather, yeah, you don't have to worry about any of that. Mm-hmm. He leaves on his own. On his own. And I've seen that happen many times, man. Yeah. You put a little bit of accountability, and they leave. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes—a
0: little bit of accountability. Last thing on my list here, I was talking about credit card that I've been enjoying lately, Capital One's Cash Rewards Business spark card yeah that
1: was a piece of advice we we did two or three years ago yeah. still going strong going strong two percent a month and and I personally believe don't waste your time on any of the other gimmicky stuff yeah like points miles all that stuff generally is wasted could. it's inefficient yeah the best thing you can do is just get two percent straight across the board doesn't doesn't matter what you spend it on and take that cash and do something good with it mmm do something good with the cash. Try not to blow it. Do I've some been blowing blow. it. Man. <laughs> I did a I did a college fund with mine. Yeah, it was two percent, and the money went into a college fund. Mm-hmm. And get this, the numbers like I put a thousand dollars in that when my kid was born. My kid is eighteen now. Uh, I didn't put any other monies in beside that. Mm-hmm. It's just two percent of everything we've spent personally for the last eighteen years on and, that credit card. On the credit card, and it goes into a education fund, a five twenty nine. There's over thirty thousand dollars sitting in that account now mm-hmm. for my for my son. Now how much? And I do put a thousand dollars in, and it yeah. was invested in the market, and the market, and the additional monies every month. Yeah, compounding. Thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, in and I didn't do anything to get thirty.
0: How 000. much do you think out of the thirty thousand that you invested in that? Outside of the thousand,
1: that's it. Everything else was just what I spent. Right? right, It's just the points, the two oh, percent, the two percent of the two percent of everything okay, that okay. I spent I gotcha. added up to thirty thousand. Okay, okay, so that's the power of putting that money in something valuable mm-hmm. and watching that grow. And people are amazed when I tell them that story mm-hmm. that there's thirty thousand now sitting in that college fund. Yeah, but that's the power of points. But doing it right, cashback though, not points. Yeah, right. Cashback, cashback, tax-free check written out to your name. And that's how they sell it. And that's how they sell it. They would tell you straight up, this is coming to you personally, and it's not through the business. Yep.
0: So run all your business expenses through there.
1: All right, we'll go ahead and wrap it
0: up, guys. So welcome back to Season 2, Next Level Business Podcast. Stay tuned. Let us know where you're watching from. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at next Level JP Shane's website, ShaneMara.com. That's Shane, M-A-R-A.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care.